have a collect call from an inmate at the Washington Correctional Center. To accept the call, press 5. There's nothing like waking up to the sound of clacking and buzzing as the doors crack in the morning after count clears. Waking up to the reality of life in prison. For some, it is just a stop along their journey, a milepost, an experience. For others, it is a revolving door, in and out, in and out, and that's their way of life, stuck in the cycle, pulling and eating away at them. And then for some, it becomes their destination as the hammer came down and that judge issued them a death sentence. The slow way, by way of life in prison. This is the life of a lifer by Taylor Conley. family. Today we have a special guest with us coming to you from North Carolina. This man has seen a lot in his day. He's known both sides of the coin as he was a corrections officer and a prisoner. After going through much, he has a story to tell. Mr. Steve Bobo is working with the school to prison pipeline. We're going here to hear Steve's story as he has one to tell. And he's going to educate us on the school to prison pipeline. Steve, you there, man? Yes, sir. I'm here. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, man. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. It's great to have you here. So why don't you go ahead and uh, give us a little bit about your story and, and tell us about the work that you're doing. Oh, okay. Well, of course, you know, a lot of people know that I was uh, a correctional officer in Ohio. Um, I made some bad decisions and ended up being an inmate. Um, I did 22 months. I could have got 15 years, but I took the deal and got 22 months. The only reason why I took the deal that now I sit back and look at it, I didn't really have nothing, but I was scared because I've never been in trouble before. And so I took the deal, which I was dumb. Um, I tell everybody now, don't take the deal. If you know you had nothing to do with it, don't take the deal. But um, I took the deal because I was out there. I was scared. And I was staying with my family at the time. Um, as far as I was going to see how my daughter grow up. Because she's going to like 16. 16, I'm in a, looking at like 15 years. I said, I couldn't come home when she's almost, almost 20, over 20. That's not going to, I won't waste my daughter on bars. Not saying there's nothing wrong with that, but I just know that's nothing. Um, but that's what I did, and um, I got out on judicial release and started working, uh, working out of cleaners, all the places of work, all those correction officers I went to the cleaners because of the decisions I made. But like I said, anybody can make decisions. It just takes a minute to take time to You can do whatever you want to do with yourself. But the main thing is you have to believe in yourself. Most people are not just believe in you. Keep you going. But my first thing is that the prison pipeline is really, really true. Man. It's really, really true because I, I'm not saying that I was part of the pipeline, but I could have been because of people who were around me. 
and they ended up going doing prison time. There's a couple of them who had murder cases, and there's a couple of them who are passed away. That's because of the life they chose. I didn't choose that life because I had good people around me, my, my cousins, my mother. You know, my mother was there. I didn't have a father like that. My father's figure was somewhere else, and that's another story also. But um, I think it gets in my book that I just wrote, too. Uh, another thing is that you have to be smart on the decisions that you make because the system is not made for us. I'm talking about once you say that, once you say that you are guilty, they're going to do whatever they can do to make it make it stick more than what it really is. Um, because you look at it, look at the look at the prison institution now. There's a lot of people who are in prison because they made a bad decision. We all make bad decisions. But to give people the time that they get is ridiculous. As far as, and that's why it's not going on the pipeline, because there's so many young men that I was in prison with that was 17, just turning 18, they're, and they're in the prison of what I would call it the big boy heaven, and not juvenile. They're going through big time prison for crimes that just would have been a smack on the wrist for anybody else, but you're going to prison for something silly. Selling, you know, selling, not selling drugs is stupid. We all know that. But you're selling drugs, first time offense, and you're getting prison time. It's just so easy to convict these young kids, men and women, black or white. It doesn't matter the color because they're scared. You know, you, you hear about people going to prison. You know, you hear that. Oh, are you about to go to prison? Oh, man, we're about that. I ain't worried about that. And you see the shows and all that type of stuff. It's, it's, it's not good to you until you hear them sell door shut then that's when it becomes real. You know, for me, like I said, I was like, oh, this thing going to be nothing. This I'm going to do this a little bit of time. But see, but I said, I felt realized this time I'm not going to be going home. I'm going to stay. Usually when I got off of work, they shut the doors like they off and I go back out from the same doors. This time I can't. This time I got to stay in prison. So I understand why these kids, are, these kids are scared because I was scared. And I was over 30 years old and went to prison for the first time. And that's just silly. And that's nowhere close to the pipeline. But back to the pipeline. I mean, I'm sorry to get off talking like that. The pipeline is real because, like I said, there's so many kids that I went to school with. And I came from a household of a mother that worked that I was raised with my grandmother and grandfather. They didn't put up with that crazy stuff. But like I said, lack of support that these kids have is what really makes the pipeline go quicker because they don't have nobody in there or anybody in their household who can be a support person. You need that support, like I said before. You need that support for somebody who wants to say, hey, look, you can't make mistakes like that, but you know what? I still love you anyway. Let's try to work on that. Because there are, there's a lot of decisions you could have done better. And like I said, I know I could have done a lot of things better than I did, because, but I didn't have that father figure. I'm not saying mothers cannot raise a child because they can't. But they can't teach a, can't teach a man, how, can't teach a kid how to, how to be a man. Because you sit there and you look at it. These kids nowadays, as far as the men, they don't have they don't have the the really good male role models. They look at rest they look at professional athletes, entertainers and stuff like that. Not I want somebody who is gonna be in my household or somebody who's close to my household can come in and say, Look, man, you need to chill out. You know, quit giving your mom so much food. Go in there and do this food, go do your homework. Well get up and cut that grass. There's none of that. Because I know for a fact I didn't have that I didn't have that role model. I said hey. You know, my stepdad turned to me, but, you know, my whole thing was, you're not my father. You're not my father. 
but my father didn't want me. So why am I putting this man to the curb? Because he's trying to do what my daddy should have done. If I would have kept my relationship with my stepfather, most likely I never would have went to prison. But these are the decisions that I made. And like I said, that goes back to now. That's why the pipeline is so, so real. Because the decisions our kids are making. Like I said, it doesn't matter what color and whatever. Because you are going you make a decision, the system's going to take care of it, and you don't want the system to take care of it. And kids are giving so, up so much hope. And they don't they think that it's going to be easy. Don't make it easy for your child. I know my ch- child right now, she's 20. And I know I've done some bad things I'm talking about as far as parenting because I have catered to her. Made sure she didn't have to walk for nothing. Didn't have to work like I had to work. But that also made her lazy. And when you become lazy, that's when you start making stupid decisions. That's exactly when the pipeline seats in, when the kids get lazy and do not care anymore. And that comes back to what we have to do as parents, anybody, parents, um, mentors, and I do, I do encourage that. I'm sorry. I do encourage that that anybody, male or female, need to find a mentor, a female mentor, because especially for women who've been inside, the, been inside the mall, they'd be the person who wants to talk to the young girls who are almost getting close to that process. You don't want, you don't want that. Get rid of it. Get rid of that pipeline. Stop it. You know, like I told you so much, like I said before, you cannot dismantle it, but you can damage it. You can damage it so bad that they're going to have to replace, they're going to have to replace some things. One thing is, my, my goal is to put another extension off the pipeline. It's going to take the kids to the right way because you can do that. You can, you can, you can make a kid see that there is other things than crime, uh, whatever. There's more, more things to, to life than that. Absolutely. I think that some of the things that you're doing are amazing, Steve. It's, Thank you, sir. It's a, it's a fact that there are other things, and you just have to make it appealing to kids to do those things because the allure of that attention that they're getting out there that they're not receiving at home is, I think, mm-hmm. what, what really does it. You know, they're not getting that attention from a male figure or or the female figure that they're that they're lacking from so therefore they're getting it out in the streets in these gangs in these different you know from from having the bad behaviors and and doing these things that that they get attention from so if they were getting attention and and they had you know activities there's so many activities that are fun that are cool and that they can get so much enjoyment out of but that are healthy and positive, you know. So mm-hmm. I think that it's a great thing that you're doing. And I understand that you have a book in progress. Do you want to tell us about that yes, and when we can expect it? Yes. Um, it looks like the book will be out. We're, look, we're shooting for November, December. It's called C2R, Conviction to Redemption. It's a story of me from beginning to going to prison and getting out of prison to in my growth. I'm gross in religion, I'm gross in God, everything I needed to learn because I'm gross as a man. So my thing is this, my book is going to be something that I believe that these young young men and young women need to read because it's going to tell you all the stuff that I did, all the stuff I did as far as the adult, the adult, adult, uh, adultery, adultery, um, 
this 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 silly stuff. I'm selling drugs. Um, all kinds of stuff that I was doing in prison. All kinds of stuff I did to go to prison. Right. Okay, man. That it sounds good, man. I think it. You know, we'll get updated with you later on about that. Yes, sir. I'm excited to read it. I can't wait. So, if there's any parents out there that are listening and they have concerns about their children, what would you tell them? Mm-hmm. I would tell them not to give up hope. Back them 100%. If they make a mistake, don't don't really really blast them. Blast the behavior, not the child. Um, talk to them and say, you know what, these are type of behaviors that can really end you up in a whole lot of trouble. But you know what, I'm here. Talk. And I know you're worth more. And I believe that you, you, any child can do it. Any child can do it. Woman, male, female, it doesn't matter. Any child can do it. Any child can do it. It doesn't matter. You can do it. Like I said, but it's, so, it's going to be, it's going to be hard. You're not saying you can't do it. So if they had a question and, and they wanted to get in touch with you, is there any way that they can, like with some of the things that you're doing? Yes, we can. Uh, I'm on Facebook. Um, uh, Stephen, Stephen Bobo, S-E-E-E-N-B-O-B-O. I'm on Facebook. Look me up. Um, I will give you, I will give you my, I will give you my phone number, my personal phone number. I will give you my email address. Because right now I'm, I'm out of state and all my stuff is there. So I will definitely give you my, give you my email address. Um, I have people who work for me or help me, help me get, get the stuff that I need to do and they will get to you. And I will definitely get your messages and all that type of stuff. But that's what we're here to do is try to help. Because I won't, I won't feel like any type of person I can't help. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing, man. I think that you're really making you, a sir. difference out there, and I appreciate it. So as this is, this show is the right. life of a lifer, I have to ask you what your take is on life sentences. Life sentences, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. From a long time ago, when I was a prison guard, even before I was a prison guard, I believed if you do the time, you do the crime, you got to do the time. But doing life sentences, you're getting somebody 30 some years and they're only like 20 some years old. They're getting like 50, 50, sometimes they swap them, you get 60 years, their lives are done. Not saying they can't do nothing else, but you're not going to have a chance to have a child, you're not going to have a chance to have a family, you're, gonna, you're not going to be able to see your, you're gonna see your parents pass away, and there's nothing you can do. Like I said, this life, this life expectancy going to prison is ridiculous. You know, you give somebody 10 years, 15 years for certain type of crimes, you know, okay. You know, that might be trying to stop some of stuff, but evidently it's not stopping because it's, some crimes are still happening. But going to give these licenses and double licenses, you got to die twice and come back and do 15 more years, that's ridiculous. That's overkill. And you're destroying what the system is really made for. There's no, there's no system that is, the system's not meant to help. It's meant to destroy. Um, I think too many young men, and women go to prison for silly stuff, and they get life. Drug trafficking, major kingpin status. Okay, the kingpin status. You know, no, you shouldn't have sold dope. But giving life for that, you didn't kill, you didn't kill nobody, did you? You didn't kill nobody. You got life for 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 drug trafficking. That's just ridiculous. Wow. You know, I'm not saying drug trafficking is the way to go, because it's not. But you got to be smart. Why can't you just give somebody life for that? That's just destroying everything. You're not, you know, you're not helping nobody, giving somebody life in prison. That's not helping. That's, that's really just you're making taking more and more crime because do it because you got to think about it. Eventually, they might get out. So what? Let's just gonna put you back in the system because 
they have to learn how to do anything. And nobody can give you a good job if you have a life have a life prison record. If you're a lifer, you know you're not going to get no, no job. Because it took me years, it took me time to get a job. And I got a job working for $7 an hour at a lending place in Ohio. Washing, washing tablecloths and pillowcases. Yeah. Because that's what they, that's what they get for inmates. That's the people who get out of prison. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's a job. But wow, you made seven dollars an hour in prison? No, no, no. I'm talking about when I got out of prison. Oh, you got, got out of prison? Out. Okay. Okay. Right, because I went. Man. I mean, no, I wasn't making no seven dollars an hour. I make forty. I was a. I make forty-two cents yeah. an hour. <laughs> yep, yeah, I, I was a porter and a tutor. That's I was like took the tutor job so I could get a, get an extra day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, man, because do you think that people can change? Do you think that lifers deserve a shot at redemption, that there should I be think, a way for I them to earn do. their release? Yes, sir. I believe that anybody anybody can change. There's a possibility that anybody can change. I'm not saying that you, if you do a life sentence and get life, that doesn't mean you're going to just be a life for the rest of your life. You can change when you're in prison. Prison changed me. It showed me I don't want to ever go back. It can change. Right. You know, if you don't if you don't want to change, that means it's in your mind you don't want to, but you can change. You have to want to. Don't let the system control you. Just go in there, do what you're supposed to do, and behave. You know, don't go in there acting out. Because that's what acting out is what got you in here. Don't act out in prison. So there's no there's no possible way that anybody can do that anybody can do you do a life of life in prison, man. I, I I don't want to see nobody do life in prison. Never. I don't see nobody do it. Right. I don't want to see nobody do it. You know, if people do it, you know, I give you guys so much, um, so much people, so much respect to have to do life because their life is not even theirs anymore. No matter if they say it is, you're not, it's well, not your life anymore. seconds remaining. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, control the system. Well, you know, you control it, it's about, yeah, it's about to be over, bro. Right. But it was a great time talking to you, man, and, and we look forward to having you back in the future. Hey, hey, man, just let me know and I'll be ready. All right. All right. Thank you All for right. coming today. Thank you for calling in, and, and it was awesome. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. All right. Keep on walking.